0: Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Dave and me.
1: (laughs) John.
0: Johnny, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Thanks. Um hang on, let me week. let me try to get kind of like a parallel response to that. Okay, okay. Dave?
1: Wow, well done. That was yeah. good. Yeah, I went kinda. I went the you, other way. Yeah, you went, I went low, <laughs> You went high. I, I remember a lot of things about my life, John. Yeah? Prove it. Okay. Uh I remember the first time that I heard the song More Than a Feeling by Boston. Oh, don't we all? That. I remember that feeling. I remember the first time I almost felt like I was going to die in the wave pool water Waterland in Jackson, Mississippi well, it's every time. the face of God and him saying, no, you've got more time. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready for you. Yeah, yet. I'm not ready for you yet. We haven't prepared your room. Um, question for you. Do you yep. remember the first time you shaved?
0: Uh, back or face? Oh,
1: listen. And just by your answer, just yep. by your answer. I can already tell you'll love something. Can I tell you what I think you'll love?
0: I think I know what it
1: is. What is it? Manscaped. Gosh! I knew it! Dog it! <laughs> Listen, with Father's Day right around the corner, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 would be perfect for any dad who needs dad. a trim, John. And let's be honest,
0: every dad needs a trim. Every single one of them. You us. know, inside the package, here's what you'll find. Okay. You'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, okay. the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, yes, sir. the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant... Mm-hmm. Crop Reviver Toner. Okay, I'm still listening. Uh huh. Performance boxer briefs don't say and a travel bag. Don't a do travel bag. No. You know what's coming? It holds all the goodies. <laughs>
1: Listen, I don't care what anybody says. Arrest me, folks. I'm just going to say it. The Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's yep. Day. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. John, mm-hmm. we think about them. everything. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a four hundred thousand led Jeez. spotlight Jeez. that he needs for that more precise
0: shave but wait dave okay there's more oh, okay no. listen manscaped John? manscaped just announced their brand new boxers 2.0 that are dare i say uh, the best no. boxers ever no, now, one, you're like a boxer connoisseur listen
1: i know and listen 1.0 to me best boxer ever
0: oh we all thought it. Ugh, right? Gosh. Listen, these new boxers are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch jewel TM pouch. Yep. designed to cradle his boys in their own special yep. space. This right here is yep. a game changer, yep. Dave. That's right. That's right. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, yep. Golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat, Listen,
1: get 20% off and free shipping with the code DADVILLE at manscaped.com.
0: Dads, listen, buy this for yourself. You don't have to wait. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat, too. That's That's right. That's 20% off and free shipping when you use the code DADVILLE at manscaped.com. Just do it
1: oh yeah here we go here we <laughs> <laughs> okay you guys asked for it and now you're gonna folks this is the for it right th- well nah, that's not confirmed In quotes yeah in air quotes not um confirmed. it's not confirmed Or would not um so this is another this is another episode folks this is just me and johnny just got a ticket to kick it
0: don't say just us oh it's it's us the saints
1: before us yeah oh it's us it's not just us yeah that's what you're saying oh there we go um and we're just, you know, John, did we talk about this in the last one where you've been sort
0: of I can't remember if, if, we, if we said that. You know, the last episode, the last time that it was just the two of us was a couple months ago, and it was kind of just random thoughts mm-hmm. that I've had. Yep. And we were just going to do it for that one episode, but yeah. since then... I mean, just people went
1: crazy. <laughs> they,
0: they just, just
1: couldn't...
0: <laughs> Lee <completely laughs> the letters... <laughs> That we've yet to open, because we just can't get <coughs> to them. That have yet to be sent.
1: Uh. So many people just demanding more of this.
0: But anytime I now have a random thought yeah. that, uh, you know, falls into, that yeah. I think might be Dadville quality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've DQ. got a little notes app, yep. and I just open it up, and I jot it down yeah. in there, you know? Yeah. So it's been... Uh, Can I ask it, you a quick... I just said DQ.
1: Yeah. What's the earliest... On a summer day, that you could get something ice cream from Dairy Queen and eat it.
0: Dave, that's a great.
1: If I had had that thought, I would be like, "Ooh, that's at the top. I'm not going but to the just, bottom." I said DQ, and you said, "You know, Dadville quality." Right. And it just shot me off into that.
0: Yeah. Day. Uh what day of the week is it? Wednesday. Hmm. Okay. You're you're pushing
1: one thirty, I think. Okay. I if think it, I could do eleven, like eleven. 15. Well, I
0: was gonna say eleven if it's a Saturday and and some kind of activity has already happened. Yeah, where you because that testify. buys you a lot. Yeah, yeah. even if you weren't a part of it, if your kid was in a little league game, <laughs> you or watched someone like that. run. Yeah, you've been outside. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have you been walked, outside. You for You walked at least, to the field from the car. Yeah, 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 and then you wa- and then you walked f- to the dq from the car isn't it interesting that how
1: how i feel like this with our kids like there are all these things that i just didn't eat for years like
0: yeah a now decade they're back oh now my they're back god in the they're,
1: they're not just back they're in a rotation like there's days where we will absolutely get wendy's or mm-hmm. you know dairy queen is very much in play like the kids are like hey we want to get like a, a dip cone you know yeah i mean it's and i'm go- and i'm i'm absolutely getting food from there i mean that is not something where i'm like okay and then we'll go home and eat like our kale salad i'm like no i'm getting right a, 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 what do you call them flurry smart smir- uh, a blizzard bl- smurshy smir- <laughs> is what i just said that's what it's translated <laughs> to and i think polish um but that's uh a polish blizzard yeah pol- <laughs> a, a blizzard um but it, isn't it interesting, like, I feel like everybody reads these books, and like, I'm never, all I eat is, it like, you know, the most right. organic. And then you have right.
0: kids, and it's. And you're like, well, the kids need to have, you want the kids to have the memories that you have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you're one of those people that grew up never going to Dairy Queen, then, you yeah, know, God bless po- you.
1: Stop but, the podcast st- right here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you.
1: <laughs> None of this will apply to
0: your life. But then you're like, well, I don't want to, what message am I sending to my kids yeah. if they get dilly bars yeah
1: but i don't get anything and then i'm yeah
0: and then what am, what am i saying to them i'm shaming them when i get i'm shaming that kale salad exactly so and I'm then s- you go through the whole thing where you're like well I'll just get just a, a small little soft serve <laughs> and then you're like well <laughs> If I'm gonna do that yeah, I'll eat exactly the cone right. you know. <laughs> And then next thing You're getting a medium smurfy I wonder I mean listen
1: Tale of my life really Right But I wish you. I wish there could be Something attached to my brain For that first time Because I mean You know And I think probably A lot of people listening to this Probably agree with this You know You sort of like Learn like Oh fast food isn't great for me At some point And you're right. like Twenties I'll even give you early thirties Yeah And so, you know You just kind of stop eating there And and I wish you could. I wish there could have been a, a heat map on my brain for when I ate that, like had a couple of McDonald's fries again at whenever that was, thirty three or four, mm-hmm. and like my body was like, "Where has this been?
0: Yeah, are we? We back? remember this. Yeah, like it's getting all the old files out.
1: Oh, it. I mean, it was like movie clips playing in my head. Also, my body was like, "Please give us more of this. Right? Why have you taken this from us? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it was like that with every fast food restaurant because I just didn't eat at them forever. Yeah, Wendy's like first time you eat a, uh, um, uh, what do they call Frosty? God, what is what's wrong? happening? Should we start over? <laughs> am, I, am I having a really slow, steady stroke over
0: there? <laughs> Your body has tucked those memories so deep.
1: <laughs> by, the, by the end of this podcast, I'm going to have gained 15 pounds just because my body's releasing all the things.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, listen, I got us off track, John. That's let's great. No, you got us right on let's track. Get, let's get to your
1: list. Okay.
0: Here we go. And I, look, I have, with the thoughts that I have here, they range. Okay. Okay. They range you have in range, topic. Yeah. They range in depth. Some, some of these might get a little serious. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if we even get to it. I love that. Um, so i'm gonna I'm gonna start us out okay nice and easy okay okay mm-hmm. while we're on the subject of, of food, let's oh, just keep like going that. with food okay yeah, yeah. what's your what's your favorite food would you say not like genre of food but like favorite like, not even meal just one thing one item I mean this is pretty quick and easy for me Giordano's uh okay. Pizza, like that's a
1: cheese pizza from Giordano's
0: that's great okay. I would say mine is my mom's cheesecake. Oh you, yeah, we know this. It's so good. Yep. I, I've probably said that. on I want to. Is it? We-
1: <laughs> you know that's. You know that's bad to say. <laughs> is it weird if I want to watch you eat that? I really want to see. I want to see you get in a situation, and I've seen this with you a few times with yeah. the what do you You've call it? the Kringles? The Kringles. Yeah. Um, where I just love seeing someone who is so disciplined in such good shape, so like. Just you're on top of your game, and then you get you encounter something you have no power of. I get a weird, yeah. twisted thrill from that, and so I want to see. I want next time, like <laughs> you come home from Indianapolis or come home from Anderson with, a, will you just call me? And I, I'll even sit outside at the window. I don't yeah. have to be inside. I yeah. just want to sort of see the dynamic of you around that. It's pathetic. Do you do the little like you do with the?
0: Yeah. So f- so for those listening, what what happens is. If it's my mom's cheesecake or if it's a Kringle, which is, I think that's the term, right? It's like the thing, you can get them at Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's like a ring. The thing, Yeah. It's so good. The super donuts. These really. are two things that I have, I have no power. Yeah. I'm You're, either going to throw them away. Yeah. And dump gasoline over them. Yeah. yeah. And I got to, I got to really cover it. Co- gasoline. <laughs> you have
1: to aim the gasoline. Because 10
0: minutes later, I'll be looking for dry <laughs> spots. Uh, Or I do the thing where, like, I'll have a sensible piece Uh, when people are around. This
1: is the thing. What you're getting into now is what I actually love the most. Is it's not something where you start with the slivers. No, no. You get like you've had a piece.
0: Yeah, like people are around. We're having a birthday party or whatever. So we'll have a I'll have a piece. I'll eat it, and then as we're hanging, I'll just just,
1: get. That was just entry, though. Yeah, that's just you acclimating. That's me saying
0: to the group, "I'm one of you." I'm normal. I'm just like you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then I will, until the thing is gone, I will go in and have yeah. microscopic yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces of it. Yeah.
1: Like 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 a lab. Like if you go in and you're getting yeah. a, a, a biopsy, a slice of something, yeah. you will do that for hours.
0: Like like in uh, Jack and the Beanstalk, the yes. Disney movie, where they, they're so poor, they only have the one bean. And, they cut, and they're slicing exactly it and you can see through right. it. Yes. That's how I do it. And I just do that. Until it's gone. It's
1: gone, yeah. So while it's, it's literally tricking yourself into thinking, I haven't had much of this.
0: I'm just going to have a little bit more. It's like micro doses. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have a little bit more and then, and then I'll, I'll be done. Or I won't be, let's not make that, let's cross that bridge <laughs> when we get to it. Let's just have a little <laughs> bit more.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then how mad are you <laughs> when Amy gives the girls two huge pieces that they eat while you're in your back working on piano. And you come in and your brain, all the chemicals are like, we're about to eat. Yeah. More of this, and then it's gone. And then it's
0: gone. And I, and the thing that I'm saying is, I just want a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I'm like scratching at my neck.
1: <laughs> I just want a little You're like bit Luca more. Like a breathing in my face.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> really kiss me. Uh, okay. Here's my question. Okay. And I don't. I'm not sure what my answer is for this, but this is such a dumb question. But okay. let's say okay. there is a, a, an odd. There are some odds on this on giordano's pizza all of a sudden come tomorrow on the news they say look we've discovered that there are some giordano's pizzas that will kill you okay what would the number have to be for you to continue to eat giordano's like if they were like we're noticing that it's 30 percent like you have a 30 percent chance of dying Obviously I'm not going to eat my mom's cheesecake but at some point there's a number that I'll be like yeah I'm going to roll the dice on that I mean
1: real talk like me not trying to be funny it would be it'd be really low I mean it would it would be like 0. 0.5 but it's still it's still I'm still going to do it it's yeah. just at what number am I I think the tricky thing about that though is that it's not in Nashville that, so that changes the whole, right. you know, if they had a store here, or or let's say for fun, they like sponsored Dadville. Mm-hmm. And so they were sending us one every week, let's say for fun. yeah. That's when this gets really interesting. Because yeah. then it's like, I've got access to them all the time. Like you do kind of your mom, you know, if you told your mom, like, hey, I want this a lot. She'd be like, oh, we'll figure out a way to get you cheesecake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have access, you, you could get that. Right, right. I'm saying that like Giordano's didn't ship, but you know what I mean. So that's when it would get interesting. Is if it's in the house, Mm -hmm. it's sitting there, and then I'm going twenty percent. (sighs) Would that
0: make it? Would that make the number go up or down for you? Oh, definitely
1: up. I mean, if it's around and accessible, I'm gonna be smelling it. Because then
0: you're more so like if you only seems different. (laughs) If you're only around the a Giordano's pizza three times a year, yeah. Then it's more so like, well, what are the odds? If it's in your house every day, I would more so think, well, what are the odds that this is the one that's going to kill yeah. me? You know?
1: Well, too, it's just then you're dealing with temptation. It's like, yeah, if it's not around, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to eat it much. But that's man, true. if it's around, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Like, dude, okay, maybe the better is honestly Chick-fil-A.
0: Because oh, that's yeah.
1: here in Nashville. It's everywhere. Uh-huh. They were like chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Oof. One one out of one well, okay, this is even more fun. One out of every a thousand will like really upset your stomach for like three oh, hours. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's that's do you know you know, like then That's like, totally different. I
1: mean we so Satco here in Nashville, Micah and I used to go to once a week when we were single. Mm-hmm. Um, I got food poisoning twice. And I would and I went back six days later. I mean it was just <laughs> You know, you're like, yeah, hey, you roll the dice, man. That's how you live. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Well, it was affordable at well, the time. So that was a fiscal decision. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was, yeah, that was <laughs> as much. Of,
1: <laughs> that was, that's so true. That was as much <laughs> a financial decision. So, so, what about you, though? What's the what's the number on
0: mom's cheesecake? <sighs> I don't know. You know, the other thing is, the number. There's my answer today, but then as it, as it gets, as I get older. And really, as my mom gets older, oh. like let's say she's you know pushing ninety or whatever, then it's like, well, I'm gonna. It's my mom's cheesecake. Yeah, she's I, I'm like, I just can't it. make this as much. As I, I used can't to. make it as much, so that number could be one out of a hundred, and I might be like, that's my mom's cheesecake. I want to. Okay.
1: Last and last, and we're really up in the game here. Your mom is like, hey, they have run out of the ingredients specific to this. Now I can make you one. It's not going to be that. I've made 10 of them. One of these is going to knock you <laughs> out for 3 days. That,
0: that's a great. I the thing is if we're not talking about death.
1: <laughs> so that's I
0: mean it, unless it's like you're going to lose the ability to use yeah. your right arm for the rest of your life. But like if 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 it's not permanent, I'm in. I the number could be whatever. What
1: what if it's <laughs> what if it's one of these will you will never be able to play industry again. Like you, You'll never be able to remember
0: it. You can't play it on piano. You know where my mind goes immediately? What? This is, this is the like self-employed entrepreneur part of me. I'm like, oh, I get, I, I get online. <laughs> I, I tell people what's going on. And I'm like, I'm going to live stream. Here's my Venmo. I'm going to live stream industry for possibly the last time.
1: Oh, bro, that's pro moves. Right? Why are we not
0: doing that now? A- and I get to eat cheesecake. <laughs> okay. So we didn't actually say any numbers, but, uh, you know, I think those were great answers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, here's, this is this is maybe the most random of, of the random thoughts. So every now and then, I assume this happens to everyone who's listening. Maybe not the people who didn't grow up going to Dairy Queen. Uh, they're off the we map. Don't, yeah, I don't, we don't even know who what... Who knows what they're doing? Who knows? But every, you know, like right now, I've got a coffee, and I have taken who knows a hundred sips of this coffee this morning. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's high. I don't that know. That feels wrong. That <laughs> feels wrong. It's a huge <laughs> coffee. But how many times do you do you lift a drink to your mouth? A billion times in your life? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Every yeah. I don't know, two thousand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I completely yes. miss my mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah. And dump whatever it is, uh, water, all over myself. Yep. Right? Yeah. And whenever this happens, I'm so like dumbfounded at, at the absurdity of it. Yeah. You know? And I think, when I was thinking of this, I was like, let's take this scenario and put it in any other scenario. Yeah. Take it away from the drinking. Let's say... Every now and then I come ho- this doesn't really apply to my life but le- I come home from work right like I do every day yeah and I, I every day i I drive down this street and I pull in my driveway and I go in my house but every eight months I go to a different yeah. house, yeah that's like four houses down yeah and i I walk in that house yeah and then I'm like, oh <laughs> i did John. I did it again dead come you know, Damn, yeah, it's Carla, absurd.
1: So sorry, guys. Tom, good to see y'all. This is yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna.
0: Whenever I think, whenever people talk about like a Matrix, you yeah. know, like a a yep. chink in the Matrix or something like that. Yep. This is this That's is the, the thing thought. that I'm like. Why did that? Like happen? every
1: every, you know, nine months you start your car and ram it into the car, <laughs> ram it into whatever's in front of it. Just wow! Just like dead it. or like you're coming home from work and you walk into the wall instead of the door.
0: Yes. Just kind of, oh, man. Okay. That, if that happened, that would be that person would instantly lose their license. Yeah. They would be institutionalized. Yeah. But it's the same phenomenon that's happening with Just the Just on a really small, small scale. On a small scale.
1: Or like, you know what I feel that way about? This is really weird, too. Two examples. One, when you bite your tongue. My tongue has been in my mouth since I was <laughs> That's born.
0: a great parallel, And yes. still I
1: don't know how to navigate. A lot of that has to do with me with excitement. If I'm uh-huh. eating something I'm really excited to eat, let's say Giordano's. Sure. Fillet. Yeah,
0: but that's different because th- your mouth is you kind of actively it. biting stuff. You know. But, I
1: mean, it's been in there a long time. That's but
0: some sometimes you just randomly bite your tongue.
1: Okay, this is another one. This is the second one I was going to say. I almost don't want to say this because people are going to call me and be mad because they twisted their ankles or hurt their legs. Every now and then I'm when I'm walking up a flight of stairs, I'll start to think, gosh this is a lot of stairs and I'm walking up a lot of, and I'll and I will fall or like when you really actually start to concentrate yeah on that's the upstairs, thing you can't concentrate it will it will mess you up so bad totally yeah so bad mm-hmm. that's one of those to me that's a really weird sort of human thing or maybe just me but like if I'm like you know at a government why did, why did I just say this but a government building where they're like you got to go up four flights of stairs up to whatever you know oh, why the government? get your key to the city see where I went with that <laughs> I'm telling you, on about the third flight, I'll be like, don't start thinking about this. Because, you yeah. know, especially if I'm kind of like, not jog, you know, but kind of like getting up I'm a little quicker than just do, do, do. Right. Because I will literally go, oh, God, left. Is this the left or the right? And then I'm kind of. Totally. It's really bizarre. It's true. Those are two great parallels, Dave. I wonder what it's like. Probably people who run like really far distances. I wonder if they ever like, I'm sure they do. They really think about their running. I wonder if that helps or doesn't. Well, it's
0: like when. When, like, you know, back in high school or college, whenever you would, like, pass somebody or somebody would be behind you, like, some like a girl that I had a crush on or something like oh, that yeah. is, like, before Amy and I were dating, if she was behind me and I'm, we're both walking the same direction mm-hmm. or something like that, and then all of a sudden you're so hyper-aware of how you're walking. Everything, yeah. And you're like, I'm not walking normal anymore, but I don't know how to get back to normal. You know? She's like, Why are you running like a monkey
1: on all fours? She's like, I don't know. I just I got nervous and this was this the next felt thing. felt right. But it feels wrong. It feels like the more contact I have, the safer I am. And so this is what it's come to. <laughs> what if every time you got nervous you started running like a monkey? <laughs>
0: Man Dave I want to give a shout out And when I give a shout out I always laugh Because it just brings me So much joy To give a shout shout out To Claritin Yes Yes. For supporting this episode
1: And providing us With free samples You know it John This time of year My allergies are in fuego
0: They're Mm -hmm. always on the attack But I use this And you should too Oh I do Dave Every day in our house. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is is me raising my hand,
1: Claritin D has two powerful ingredients, just one pill, to relieve your allergy symptoms
0: and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. John,
1: I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for a long time, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for a run without my eyes watering. I may be crying, but it's not sure, from allergies. Sure, totally different. And I can sing without feeling like I have like a big old, let's say we call it a frog. It's a, it's like a toad. It's like a
0: family of toads. It's a family. It's a turtle. Yeah. In my so you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? Yeah, me. I'm it's too. time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter.
1: Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Uses directed. John, I want to talk to the parents for a second. Can I do that?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Listen, parents, everybody knows that social media can be bad influence on your kids. Everybody knows this. But there's another massive issue that is terrifying
0: and caused by technology that most people are afraid to discuss, which is online pornography. Mm. You know, most kids are exposed to graphic sexual content online before they even turn 13, and usually it's by accident. Mm which is just unacceptable. Especially since research shows that regularly watching pornography is linked with all kinds of negative life outcomes like worse mental health and unstable romantic relationships.
1: I think it's safe to say that no one wants that for their kids but most parents don't know powerful technology exists
0: that can prevent exposure from happening in the first place. That's why we're proud to partner with Canopy the world's most advanced internet filter to bring families a tool that can help them flourish by protecting them from explicit content. Kids deserve a chance to just be kids yep. and installing Canopy is a vital step all parents should take to keep their families safe online.
1: Our future depends on the next generation so learn more about Canopy at canopy.us dadville and use promo code dadville to get 30 days free and 15% off your subscription forever. There's a lot. Moving I'll just on. really quick addendum. There's a lot. Of, I really do have this thought. It's funny you bring this up. I really do think about this a lot. I'm like, there are a lot of things that I do in a day that are automatic, that are like super duper duper subconscious, that if yeah. I really sit there and think about, it's amazing to think. Walking to me is phenomenal. Like uh-huh. if you really sit there and think, I have, I know how to balance at such a high level Mm-hmm. That I, because that can go wrong in a million ways. Totally. Just walking.
0: There's so many things where, I mean, we could really get into this, but there are so many things where your head, okay, where your head is like crucial while you're learning it, and then it needs to it's never done. be a part of the equation. Dude, it's the same as the, um, what do they call it? Founder's syndrome or something like that, where somebody founds, uh, founds, Somebody starts a company, okay, but they but then once the company like grows and it becomes this big company, they're terrible at running it. Like they, oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like they don't. They need to yeah. be. They need to be golfing yeah. or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And yeah, the, and yeah, it's the same thing with. Um, I mean, m- when I run into it the most is when I'm playing piano. Oh, dude, especially like the classical stuff, like if my i need my brain to learn this piece i'm i am going at a glacial pace i mean i'm glacial but then once i learn it then it becomes like muscle memory and and then the worst thing that could happen if i'm up on stage yeah yeah is that yes playing is, is for it. my brain to get involved yep like i'm trying to get my brain to just Enjoy, yeah. enjoy the show. Like, sit in the audience. Yeah, right. Don't right, get right, up. Right, right, right. here on stage. Yep.
1: Because yep. then we'll mess it up. Yeah.
0: Isn't that crazy? It is nuts. You know, craziness. Okay. Moving on. You're doing great. By thank the way, thank you. That, that really means a lot. You're doing great. It's not a perfect score, but you're do- oh, you're you're okay. doing really well. Okay. All right. So, um, if okay, everyone in the world, mm-hmm. let's say. However, we can quantify this. Yeah. Let's say you could snap your fingers, hmm. and everyone instantly in the world would be like you. Oh, they won't. God. They won't look like you, but they like they will have your characteristics, oh, your personality. This your, is a
1: terrible thing.
0: In what ways would the world improve, and in what ways would it? What's the word? Be worse. Yeah. Um, Deep. What's the up? Op- Deep. <laughs> Deprove. Disprove. Disapprove.
1: Yeah. Um that I, I don't even know I don't I can't really think of anything that's good. I uh maybe maybe everybody's just super chummy. Like everybody is just so like, hey bro, lots of well, hugs. You're a fives. very friendly person. Yeah, like hugs and
0: man. Well, and I I wonder cuz here's here's the first thing that I think. I think there would be no wars. Now I don't know, if, you know who knows yeah. if that's actually true, but I'm like all the wars would stop. Yeah. I don't I'm not going to put that much energy into fighting something. That's just not my personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would imagine I wonder if everyone, if we posed this question to everyone, they would all people would think, oh yeah, there wouldn't be any wars. You know what I mean? I think I could see some wars with mine.
1: It would we would never mean to. Right. Oh, it would be completely benevolent until it wasn't. (laughs) Like until somebody (laughs) just did that thing, I'm like, don't do that. It's like, well I don't want you to do that. Well, I'm. I did this, so you can't. well, No, I can because I did it. That's when, yeah. There, it'd, be, it'd start off really simple, like just the lawns were just a little – You cut. You don't. You would
0: be a victim. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I'm. Oh, yeah.
1: thank you. I'm always kind of a victim, but yeah. you know, it'd start with like you cut. Don't. Hey, Ted. Don't. Let's remember. I'm got my fescue kind of ends right here, man. Don't the Bermuda's not. And then it's like before you know it, we build a fence, and before you know it, the fence yeah. like you're weeding against the bottom of the fence, and it's killing the wood at the bottom. of <laughs> And then before you know it, man, it's street fights with knives. You know what I mean? Right. That is a great Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da question. though. I do think it would be, there'd be moments of like, man, we are all having a really great time. Yeah. Until we weren't. Yeah. And then I think it could go bad.
0: So the ways that it would improve is it's a little more jovial.
1: Yeah, everybody's just kind of having a good time. And the
0: ways that it would be worse would be what? Because we already have wars, so that doesn't count.
1: I think until we all didn't want to do something. We were being asked to do something we just really didn't want to do. So that
0: <laughs> and then woof So there is no trash pickup. It's <laughs> Listen <not laughs> that would well, you
1: laugh. I mean it would it'd be a lot of that. It'd be a yeah. lot of like who who's just gonna do that, but I'm not? And then a chorus of I'm not mm-hmm. a hundred billion people at the time. With a great voice though. With a <laughs> and a and a guitar. Harmony. No, it'd be no it'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. But it'd be well, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. Okay, let me now I, I have another question on here that I was Debating because I was thinking is is this just a different way of asking the exact same question? I'm not sure, but I'm gonna go ahead and ask it. What would you say is the sharpest double-edged sword in your personality? The it's this a single trait that is super advantageous, like very like you value it a lot. But it's the it's a super I, sharp double-edged sword. I know this sword. one pretty
1: quickly. I think for me it is that. This is hard to say out loud because it does have like a good side. Um, I have pretty – like I have no problem with boundaries. Like it Mm -hmm. is something that I like about myself. Like I'm pretty good about like knowing when I want to do – I mean now Annie and I have to negotiate this and the kids in a very different way
0: because those are people – Well, I would say Annie is the same way. Yeah, yeah. You guys are both
1: good at boundaries. She you would think she is, actually think she's worse at it than she thinks she is. Cause she's got such a strong helper bend. Like such uh-huh. a strong helper bend that if someone really needs something sincerely, it is hard for her not to help them. Yeah. Um sadly that is that's not, not an affliction I mean. of mine. <laughs> um so I think the good I've actually thought about this a lot in my adulthood and I would say even especially in the last like three years in my forties, like I really am good at kind of knowing like, yeah, that's not something I need or want to do and Th- thank you for asking, but no, I'm uh, you know I'll pass. Or mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times it's great. It like protects time with my family, protects my work time or writing time or time right. with Annie or whatever. But man, the I mean the just sinister other side of that. I mean, that is just drives me crazy about myself. Is that one? It kind of assumes I know everything. So like I kind of know what I need and I don't need, so I can set my life up that way. But it just doesn't – there's just not a lot of space for opportunities or, oh, that was actually a lot better than I thought it was. Or, right. you know, like right. that that person and I became really good friends and I didn't see that coming, uh-huh. you know. So I think one of Annie's real gifts to me is that she is very much like, you know, I think that's why I said that earlier. Like she's a lot better at kind of going, no, this could be cool or that could be really helpful or, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I, but so it's funny because I do like that I – Kind of know how to, like when people talk about boundaries, for me, and there's always uh, you know exceptions to the rule because there's some things I do have a hard time kind of saying no to or whatever. But for the most part, I would say, like I'm pretty good at like, no, I'm good or, you know. I mean, sometimes to a prodigiously good level where I'm like, later I go, that could have been an amazing thing. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, it just didn't sound like I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But again, man, the other side of that is just – so detrimental.
0: Well, one of the very first times we ever hung out. I mean, this was 20 years ago. I can't remember if it was the first time you and Wurtz came to campus to play. I feel like it, maybe it was the second go-around or something like that. But there was a group of us, and I was house-sitting at a house. <laughs> Do you know remember this? this? Going. No, but and you this all, going. you guys came over. You guys were staying at the house, which, of course... Thinking back, I'm like, was that okay? that I, Did I check in with the homeowners? Yeah, yeah. Or was course. I just yeah, yeah. like, oh, I'm staying at a big, like a real house. Yeah, Guys, yeah. stay with me. <laughs> a real house. And all of us were hanging out, and we were all going over to like a neighbor's house to hang. And we had just got there. And I remember, again, this was like, I barely knew you at this point. And you were you were just like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. What Which bedroom am I, am I sleeping in? And I remember that being like, especially at that time in my life, like when you're in college yeah. and it's just everyone's hanging all the time. <laughs> the fact that you, I had just met a human being who was like, I'm not going to go hang. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. I was like, I've I've never seen that before. Yeah. It, yeah. It yeah. really stuck with me.
1: You know? Yeah. It's, I mean, that, that is, that's, that's on brand. And
0: but that's where I, uh, I led all those people to Christ that <laughs> night, and we found all that cash. You remember that? We started
1: Google. <laughs> we started Google that night in that yeah. room.
0: Yeah, we start, and everybody has a share. Yeah, yeah.
1: It is. It is. It's a tricky. It's a really. Tr- I mean, again, I, I I would say maybe as much as anything that Annie does for me in my marriage is that, <sighs> that she is just very, pushing you out of oh, that man. a little bit, and she's got it super target-locked on me. She knows yeah. exactly when that thing... And, and I mean, there's good... Ver- again, there's great versions. There's good things that come from that that right. I think she really appreciates, but I also know she knows... Like, she knows... The, it's like a watching a guy play poker. She knows my eye twitches a certain way. She's like, no, you need to do this. And I'm like, no, I don't think I do. I think it's something that, you know... She's like, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: what? what did, I'm curious what yours is. Do you know?
0: I, I mean, my first... What comes to mind first is I feel like, and again, this is a trait that I really value that has a, a sharp double edged sword side of it, is I really see both sides of everything. Oh, I feel wow. Like, like I, I feel like there are, there's maybe a short list of scenarios. Where I'm like I ob- objectively here is the yeah. right answer, quote yeah. unquote, or yeah, whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, I I really see both sides of so many issues. Wow, that I feel like whenever I'm around people who, and I'm I'm not saying that you are, you and Annie are the opposite of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. but. Whenever I'm around people who who have a lot of yeah, opinions yeah. Yeah. and like, oh, I've thought about that, and here's you know, I'm like I I'm any given issue or topic for mm. me is just like a a whirlpool yeah, that yeah. you just you jump in and you go around, but you never land on yeah, 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 yeah. on anything. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about maybe most things. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's all it's a process. And yeah, how yeah. do I feel yeah. about this now? And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I am yeah. I'm just like, I, 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 I would be a terrible, like judge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or a jury. I've never been, I've never had jury duty, but I, I'm sure I would be the guy who like six months in they're like we all get together again at the holiday and express conference <laughs> room. And they're like, John, Jesus. let's go over this again. And I'm like, that makes sense. Okay. Let me hear the other side. I see that too, yeah, that makes you know? a lot of
1: sense, yeah, so that yeah that i i i see that in you, that's but you know it's funny, I feel like the the um one of the most helpful things for my thing is your thing, like mm-hmm. the older I get, in other words, I know this sounds crazy, but stay with me nowadays, something that Annie has helped me do is if we let's say you and I went and played a show now, uh-huh. you know at the age we are now, and let's say we did one of your Yamaha things, and you're like. Hey man, a bunch of us, and it's, you know, I'm like super, I'm, I'm ba- tired is bad for me. Like, yeah. cause it's almost like I lose all of my superpowers when right, I get tired. Right. And so I think some of that in me is just me going, I'm, I'm really not going to, you're not going to like, like the Bruce Banner version of me. Like right. the Hulk is what everybody loves and you're going to get Bruce Banner. <laughs> right. And so some of me is just knowing like, this is just smart for everybody. I just can't kind of do my thing. Uh huh. Uh, Which is fine. I mean, it's fine to not do my thing, but I think I think that way a lot of times. Right. But I think now one of the best things that happens that I try to employ more is if you didn't. Hey, knock on the door. Hey, man, I know you're about to, you know, go to bed, but you know, band's all hanging. They they said they'd love to hang. I think what has happened now is I'm like, okay, think of the other side of this. Mm -hmm. One, those guys are all great. Man, it'd be fun to, and like that, your thing actually helps me in those moments Uh where I'm like, don't think of how you're thinking about this. Think about there's other ways there is to think, another possibility there's another possibility yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it helps me a lot
0: david see, sí. oui uh comment ça va buenos dias <laughs> <laughs> that i felt
1: i'm sure i'm flexing my what's great language skills there. i can see that you yeah. you obviously learned a foreign language in high school you know i would put quotes about learning and then foreign language <laughs> and also in high school uh, Not exactly a strong suit. I really enjoyed it, but wasn't very great at it. It was not my favorite experience. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it sounds like kind of a drag. It was, You yeah. know, for most of us, quote-unquote, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly yeah. the high point of our academic it's careers. True.
1: Now, listen, now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. So
0: what language do you want to learn?
1: Um... The, well, I'd say the first one, the language of love. Yeah. And then, yeah. I'd really like to brush up my Spanish skills. I feel like every now and then I have a chance to, uh, to, to you know, to kind of communicate, you know, just yeah. to kind of flex there a little go. bit, show what I got, and I'm always left a little warning. But I'm learning, John. I'm on the up and up. I get that. You know? I'm,
0: so I'm gonna go for French. Oh, nice. Okay. I, st- okay. I, I studied, and again, I'm, I'm using the quotes. Studied French. <laughs> yes, yes. In uh, high school, and yep. college. Yep. And yep. I got a little bit. Un peu. Oh. Okay. Je peux parler un peu de le français. Oh, look at you. So I'm excited. Look, okay. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go, yep. which we're all on the go We all are. the time. Yep. Allez right? Oh, okay. Okay. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel's lessons were mm-hmm. created by over 100 language experts. There are
1: so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day
0: money-back guarantee. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, right Gosh. now. <laughs> so many flexes. When you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, You'll get an additional three months for how much, Dave? Uh, how much do you think? $1,000? That would be a great deal, mm. but it's free. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nope. You purchase three months, they give you three months. That's six months, Dave, for a mm. price of mm. three. Just go to babbel.com and use the promo code DADVILLE. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code DADVILLE.
1: That is loco, John. Listen, start your new language learning journey today with Babbel.
0: You know, it's funny that you you like name that scenario at a Yamaha thing because one of one of the times that I I was doing a a big Yamaha show out in L.A. and it's that exact scenario. Like, there's always you do like these Yamaha shows are. There's typically like four or five artists. They're so fun. The band is amazing. They're so fun, and then there's always like an after party. Yeah. And I've done, like, four or five of these things, and I always go to the after party. And part of the reason why I go to the after party is because I feel like I should go to the after party. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I've I've been on the spectrum of enthusiasm yeah. for going to the after party. Yeah. I always go. Yeah. One of... <laughs> I've told Amy this, and it's it's ridiculous to say, but I think truly one of the most joyous moments of my life mm. was... One time, I didn't go to the after party. (laughs) I was just tired, and I went to the hotel and I ordered room service. Yes, and I was watching like Downton Abbey on my on my laptop and eating this cheeseburger. Yeah, and I remember feeling like I just did what I wanted to do in this moment, and I am so happy. Yes, yeah, I don't have that problem. Yeah
1: usually well, i hey, do what i want to do in that moment.
0: It's good. It's a you know it's a balance. It's,
1: it is a balance. It is. Yeah, i have to be careful not to beat myself up too much with it.
0: Okay. I'm going to go for for uh possibly one of the more serious. Okay, let's we we'll shift. We're we'll shifted. see. we'll see. And this you know this may get uncomfortable and if so, i'm okay with that. We can edit this out. I'll put my shirt back on or we can <laughs> we can punch it up. You know what i mean? Punch it up. We can punch it up. Yeah, yeah. Um okay. So whenever people ask me or ask pose to a group that I'm in, like, do you feel like you're someone who lives with a lot of regret? Hmm. I always, my knee jerk reaction is no, I don't. I feel like I don't have a lot of regrets, Hmm. you know, but as I was thinking about this, because again, and this is so me and I, I, I'm getting more and more so this way. As I get older, I'm always questioning like someone asked that question and I have kind of an answer for it, I'm immediately suspicious of my answer. Because hmm. I'm like, why would you go to that answer so yeah, quickly? So fast, yeah. You're so sure that that's your answer. You don't live with regret. So I started to think about what regrets do I actually have? What, what are the things that come to mind where it would fall under the category of a scenario in the past that I wish I could go back and, Do differently now. Obviously, there's a a million scenarios where I did the wrong thing, and I I would like to go back and like not say that thing, you know. But but I don't dwell on them. Yeah, you know. But there are. I came to the conclusion that I feel like I always have one regret that I think has changed through. It's like I have this one little spot. It's like a lo- like if the regret is like a picture on a wall. I have this one spot for a picture, hmm. and I've s- every couple of years maybe I'll swap it out for a different one. Hmm. But there's always one hmm. that I that I tend to. So it on. it will change, but you kind of always have
1: one that's hanging around.
0: Yeah. Okay. That I've noticed uh, to to be act like specific. I think I've had two in the last fifteen years. Wow. One was there until let's see one was there from 2008 until about two years ago wow and i swapped it out for a new one wow right and i and i want to say these are very trivial like Mm. i'm sure that people when when you say like hey do you have a lot of regrets that feels heavy Mm. so i feel like i want to say up front these just happen to be the ones that i have sort of fixated on like mm. every uh, they probably pop up in my brain once or twice a week for the last 15 years mm. the first one was the way i sang at the academy awards oh yeah in 2000 yeah yeah i get that i just vibe. i hated that i felt like i failed mm. i felt like it was awful mm. like i i remember being backstage and we had, we had rehearsals every day leading up to the performance. Like mm-hmm. for a whole week, I would go to the theater, rehearse. It'd be great. I, it was such a blast. And then when it came time, there was so much buildup to that moment. Yeah. And there's so yeah. many, you know, there are like yeah. tens of millions and millions of people around the world. I think it might have been hundreds of millions of people watching, mm-hmm. so they said and i remember being so nervous i was like i've never been this I nervous i can't imagine that I, I was like i don't know what to do because i'm so nervous yeah i can't believe we're actually going to if i were if this were my show i wouldn't go on right now yeah because i'm too, I'm yeah, too you nervous yeah just wait yeah 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 but then like the you know it opens and it, and it was fine it wasn't like it was fine yeah. whenever i would bring it up to amy she's like what are you talking about it, yeah. you did great yeah but it wasn't great right it was okay hmm. so then from From there on, I would always think about it, because probably partly because it's the thing that people every yeah, like time sure. someone's for reading sure. a bio of me, for they sure. always say that, yeah, so I'm always reminded of it, and I'm always like that was kind of that was my moment, that's definitely my biggest moment in the public eye and i and I like struck out it was bad, and then recently. I've noticed, and, and it's funny because I didn't realize this until doing these little like random thoughts, which I'm really grateful for because I feel like I'm glad that I stopped and observed that, oh, I haven't, in the last couple of years, I haven't thought about that. Hmm. Like, Oh, wow. And I think why is not because of time because I think had this other thing not happened, I think I still would probably be fixating on my one regret. Hmm. And the new one is, and thankfully, it's it's less of a thing, but it's a thing. It's hmm. still filling that same role is when we were interviewing Ted Danson. Oh my gosh. And I brought up that, I was like, oh, what a perfect segue. Well, you must have loved working on <laughs> <laughs> <Daughter>. <laughs> that movie with your daughter that she wrote and directed and you starred in. And he was like, Well that uh that didn't happen. <laughs> and my here's my regret. Now I feel like if that were to happen, I would just laugh and be like, Oh my gosh, well, what a great did you like my setup for that? I was so confident. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I but I like <laughs> froze up and I was like, but I this has to have happened. I Yeah you done your research. The, yeah, I'd yeah. done my research, yeah. which of course is absurd because yeah. I'm talking to yeah. Ted. Yeah. He's like, well, that didn't happen. So I yeah. think he would remember if he, you know, but I remember, and that was, you know, early on in the podcast, it was our, I don't know, eighth, 10th episode or something like that. I just felt so nervous in that moment. So I think for me, it was like, that's the same thing. It was like, that was your moment you asked that question, you've failed. Mm-hmm. you failed, you struck out. And I and I think I've maybe realized, like, oh, is that how I work? I always have to have one thing. Yeah, that you kind of have. That's my thing. That's like that, there. that is That gives fuel to the voice that says you're not, you know, like you choke. You're a choker. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? So it's been really interesting for me to, A, realize that, that like I still don't feel like I'm someone who is just riddled with regret by right, any right, means. Right, right. But um it it has given me a little pause whenever that question comes up. Now I know I'm like, well, I've done some like observation of myself. And it's like, I maybe don't have like a wall full of regret pictures, but I've got I always have this one, mm. you know. So do you A, do you think when when you hear that question, like, are you someone who lives with a lot of regret? What's your answer? And what would you say is your do you have any kind of running regret or running thing that you think of like that? Is it at all look like what I just described for you? Yeah, that's that's
1: that is a really good question. Um and no. Okay. Favorite color? Yes, okay. Oddly enough, regret red. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> you know, I, it, it is so funny. You said that so well, and I, it resonates absolutely with me. I want to say something though quickly to what you said. I think something that is very interesting about your two regrets is they both are regrets that have to do with performances and things mm-hmm. that you aren't, you haven't done a lot. Like, so yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. you've you've played a billion shows and right. we've interviewed people and you've talked to people in life, but. It is. If there's any relief for you, it's interesting because you've never sung in front of that many people ever. So it wasn't something that was like, "Gosh, I should have knocked that out of the park." This is the fifteenth time I've done an award show, right? Right. And then for us again, it was so early in the podcast. I mean, I mean, I still feel like we're both learning things Mm -hmm. now, and we're for sure seventy or eighty in. Yeah. So it's interesting that both of yours are couched in something that you really don't have the right to be mad at yourself it's around true. because they're very unique. Be one thing if like, you know, you had done literally like, let's say you had done 10 award shows in that season because mm-hmm. you're promoting the movie and they want you to do them. And you're like, man, I've got this pretty down. And then yeah. you have a moment where you're like, man, I just really didn't stick the landing on that. You know, right. then right. there's a little more understanding of like, Oh man, yeah. I kind of regret that. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting, both those, there's kind of like a, um, there's kind of like a, yeah, you know what I mean? There's not really a reason for you to feel like that. There's not good right. data around like, well, right. no, you should, John. <laughs> so right. it's like your brain is reaching so hard.
0: It's like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Without any context. Exactly. That's wonderful. And he's not going to have the chance to <laughs> redeem himself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's not a, that's a great point. Um, you know,
1: I, I, I. If if you asked me, I would definitely say, I mean, you know, that is not a way that my brain works. My brain has other things that are wildly dysfunctional about it and patterns that it follows for dysfunction and sin or whatever you want to call that. But that is not one that is, a, a, that is in my lexicon. Like, I just don't regret a lot of things. But I will say this. Now, that said, and, and like you, I think until a few years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, man, I don't. I have other struggles that we yeah. could talk about for a long time. Yeah. What, for whatever reason, that's just, I don't spend a lot of time thinking like that. Yeah. Um, I think one, if anybody knows Enneagram, my number is a seven and we're future oriented. So, so I'm kind of always thinking in the future. So anxiety can kick in or you know, over obsessing about things can be a struggle, but it's rare that I'm looking backwards. It's just mm-hmm. really rare that I'm sitting pontificating on past events. Right. Like I tend to move on, which probably is, is much in a very subliminal way because of, I don't want to think about regrets. I just want to move on. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, they're, it, they're still there. They're just not, you know, they're unobserved. They're unobserved. Well, yeah. very well said. I do think, you know, this is, this is very vulnerable and candid. I think for me, a struggle in my 40s career-wise is just this feeling of irrelevance, you know, Mm -hmm. of kind of like, um, you know, like, does anybody care about this music? Is anybody around to listen to it? What happened to people that used to? Mm -hmm. Just being really honest and candid. And what that will dovetail joint into is regret about the ways I've made decisions about my career. And like... Man, if I had chosen to do this or sign for a bigger label back in the day or done really pushed harder for bigger tours to open on open for um, or like chose to wrote song ch- chose to write songs. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, you know, that were a little more commercial or radio friendly, would uh, my career be bigger or right. you know, would I be seeing different things come from my life. I think that is one on the dark days that I can yeah. get a little looped on. But you know, I will say this. I think the reason that I don't really have regrets and it and it by the grace of God and I really mean this, it really um 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 dissolves that regret is I'll go okay, play that out. No, 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 stop. Sit here, like stare that regret down and like talk to it. Now, what let's say when you were 21, 22 writing that first record, the full length Brother Bring the Sun, you know, your regret 43 year old self had sat down with you and gone, Hey, bro, we're at a pretty monumental moment here.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: you can, I know you got the songs for it, but before we send that thing out, hey, why don't you sit and write like two or three of the most catchy songs you can think of? My 21 year old, t- well, 22, 3 year old self had been like, I don't, that's not what I want. I don't write mm-hmm. these kind of songs. That's what matters to me. Yeah. And I'm pretty and I know again this is so funny cuz it's even in the way you've asked these questions it goes back to what we asked two things ago like I just don't question I really like I'm not one to, I would have seen one side of that. I'd have right. been like I don't want to do that. And yeah. I know even more than twice as much of my 43-year-old self my 22-year-old self would have been like no we're done with this conversation. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And it would have been like oh so so I think one thing that helps me when I get into a little bit of those cycles of that is I go, okay, run that. Like, if that is a regret, what is the other way that could have gone but be realistic? Like, don't think of John in that scenario. Think of you in that scenario. How would you have handled it? And and almost every time with these kind of – obviously, there's regrets with conversations or relationships that are wildly different. Right. Wildly different that I would I would go back and change. Um But I think in these scenarios where I struggle with, it tends to be more occupational creative. And I'm like, you know, if I went back, I still would have made that choice then because that was the information I had at the time. And it's really what I felt at the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret my life now. I'm unbelievably thankful for it. Unbelievably thankful for it. I, I, I really wouldn't change a thing to ultimately answer that question. But on the dark days or nights or watching the Grammys or the award shows or your friends playing the thing and you're you know, it's hard for me not to sit and go like, God, if I had just made some, I don't know what would have happened, but man, mm-hmm. I could have made decisions that might have changed the trajectory of things. But ultimately, all I can look at is how thankful and satisfied I am now and go, well, I I really like where I mean, yeah. who doesn't have a moment or two where you're like, God, that could have been cool. But right. if ultimately I'm really thankful and grateful for where I am, I mean, that's kind of an an answer in itself, you know, there's not this pining, and I think that's something that I have to be really careful of, is like, as those things enter my life, um, I think some, you know, and and I think, obviously, you know this, we talk about this so much, but that is one of the quirks of what we do, is that you're all, you're not competing with older better, you're competing with younger, newer novel, Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's just always younger, faster, better, handsomer, you know, mm-hmm. more, um, you know, more gas in the tank people than us. Right. And, and so it's, it's, it's a weird industry to keep going in because it's, this is where I always talk about how much what we do is like sports, because there's always the faster guy that just wide receiver, the guy that's in a lot better shape than you are, you know? And so, or girl or band or whatever. And so I think that's one of the disciplines. And it really is discipline for me to have to have is like knowing one, that is a thing and you're mm-hmm. always going to deal with it. If you choose to be in our industry, there's just going to be some new amazing artist all always. the time. Always. All the time. Yeah. And so I think for me, I have to go, that's going to start a little process for me where I go, God, I could have, why did not I? Should right. I have hired these people? Should I have worked with this, done that label? And it's like, it's just such a waste of time because yeah. you really have to have, ultimately for me, I think the very end of this answer is I really have to believe that what God has let happen he let happen on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that Tim Keller quote that he tweeted today. And I'm like, this is, this is the stuff to me that's so powerful. Um, What did he say? It was so beautiful. Cause, and I mean, this is a little different because it's like, you know, it's like, um, it's a little more about prayer, but I think like, this is what he always says. And I think it does. God will either give us what we ask for in prayer or give us what we would have asked for if we knew everything he knows. Uh-huh. You know, in that wait. Grade. Say that again. God will either give us what we ask for in prayer, or give us what we would have asked for if we knew everything right. He knows. Right. And I think a little bit of that applies to this scenario where uh-huh. I'm like, look, there were bad things that happened, good things, but it happened as God saw it fit to happen, and so I just got to trust that because I don't. Because and it, it and it's tricky because I think. Regret can do this thing to us where it actually does make us think we know better than we do. Right. Like whatever scenario I wanted would have been the best thing. And I just think mm-hmm. God's like, <laughs> Right. Oh, so suddenly you do know how if you know, because I mean I think of like you with the with singing, you know, at the show or whatever. I know this sounds crazy, but let's say you had killed it. Let's say you've gotten up there and you walked off, you're like, I've literally never sung that good. Who knows the opportunities that might have brought into your life? That somebody is like, we gotta have you come to, and all of a sudden you're on this different trajectory. That you're like, this is actually not what I, right? I want to play my piano and do the thing, right? And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, David Foster wants you to be the next Michael Bublé, and then you got to make a whole new set of. It may, it may have been good, may have been bad, but for whatever reason they didn't happen. And I just right. think for me, I have to remember, like, I don't know those things. For mm-hmm. whatever happened, that is what happened. God mm-hmm. saw fit for it to happen. And I am now where I am, and so grateful where I am because that happened, like it happened, right? Not because I know the other way and it would have
0: been, and I could
1: have. It's like, no, man, you don't know that. You don't know exactly what, the good and bad that could have been brought in from those things.
0: Well, and I feel like three things. One, like you're saying, when you stop yourself and you sort of just play out a hypothetical, you know, I do think it ties in. I think some of my. It's it's kind of like where they say like uh, you know what makes you angry ultimately tells you what you love yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. it's like this regret probably has some ties into my some of my core fears which I I really fear one of my things is just security mm-hmm. right which mm-hmm. is true for a lot of people Yep. and I think if I play play that out let's say David Foster calls and he, and I you know and I, I love that kind of music mm-hmm. like part of me is like I could do that I mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. My, I love mm-hmm. Michael Bublé mm-hmm. all those kind of like American songbook kind of love it let's say I do it and I let's say I enjoy it and let's say there's a there, you know maybe there's a part of me that regrets or that you know is gonna be intention because I'm not doing the music that I wanted to create but let's say I could overcome that and live with it mm-hmm. fine and here I am and what I've got more money in the bank, maybe yeah. maybe a lot more money in the yeah. bank. Yeah. That if you when you parse it down, for me who who money is a thing yeah. that yeah. I worry about. Yeah. It really loses a lot of its power because yeah. I'm like, well, more money in the bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a fiscal problem. It's, yeah. It, yeah. I think I think ultimately it at least reveals to me. Here's why you're kind of thinking about this. Yeah. It's because. You would like to have more security yeah. than what you have right now. And thankfully, I I truly believe one of a couple things. One, I, I truly believe bank accounts don't fill up. There yeah. is no full. Right, right. So I really believe you could add a zero or two zeros or whatever onto whatever amount of money I have in the bank right now. And I know I would just adjust yeah. myself. Yep. Yep. To, and uh, yeah, and yeah. And it would be the same. Right. And two, I love thankfully, maybe it would be different. Maybe all these answers, or at least to this question, would be different if I if I weren't so content in my life right now. But I love, like you're saying, I love, I love my life. I love my kids. I love my wife. I love the fact that I get to do this podcast Mm -hmm. with you. Mm Make music. I mean, it's just the best. It's mm-hmm. it's like I can't even believe it. Ninety percent of the time, I'm in that headspace, and it helps me deal with the ten percent. And another thing that helps me deal. My last point is hearing you talk about your struggles with this. Mm-hmm. It's so it's it's like the exercise where they tell people to to speak to yourself or journal to mm-hmm. yourself in the third person. Yeah. And there's some kind of like neuro, you know, like power in that because it, in in some way, separates yourself from the c- scenario, mm-hmm. and allows you to see it a little more objectively. And whenever you and and I like when you're talking about the things your your sort of you know hangups with your career and all that, which are the same as mine. And so I'm not I'm not like trivializing them, but I'm saying to see. To hear you talk about it from my perspective makes me be like, oh, <laughs> yes, okay. We all got it. <laughs> you're literally saying this with, gra- like, look at all these plaques behind you. It's like, this yeah. puts it all in perspective. Never yes. And, like, and and again, it doesn't trivialize any of it. Right. It's all valid. It's all real yeah. that you're thinking, just like my thoughts are, are real. But it just makes you step back and be like, yeah. Okay, if if nothing else, it tells me I could have a room full of oh yeah Grammys and yeah plaques and all that yeah and it and it would be the same. I would just adjust myself.
1: I'm it. reading this book called "Strength," the strength that Acuff uh, recommended, um, and and the guy basically makes this point, which is really fascinating. He says because it's talking about the transition from like how your 20s and 30s are so productive, and it's really an occupational thing. It's not a life but it also applies i think personal life but his point is like there's just been a billion studies showing like your output in most jobs and even goes through the kind of occupations is really going to be at its highest in your 20s and 30s that's like where your brain and your life just tend to you're super creative you're elastic you're moving you're doing right and then like how really in your 40s and 50s you just can't do that kind of thing anymore now you can do a Different cool thing that's just as productive, but it's not that thing. And so I think, even in one of the points that he makes in this book, is that it's even worse for people who have a lot of success in that season of their life because the fall off is so intense Mm -hmm. that he's like, when if you study jobs and the jobs that are more consistent that sort of don't have these high peaks. They tend to really do this. They transition a lot better because there's not as much of a fall off. They just kind of get into right. their 30s, 40s, 50s, and go, "Oh man, you know, I'm not what I once was, but man, I'm still doing it. it's fine." And, and he lists those jobs, but he's like, "Man, you get into like performance-based jobs, and this is really hard for people because yeah. they look at like." I used to play for this, or I used to be this fast, or I caught that many touchdowns in my third year, whatever. And they're like, here I'm in my 10th year doing whatever it is, again, our job, whatever. And they're like, why is this not going like it used to? Mm-hmm. And his argument is, literally, this is the way the body works. This isn't even about like your ability. It's just like welcome to just the way the human body mm-hmm. works and how it fatigues. And, and so I think it's been encouraging reading that book, because to your point, I'm like, This is a pretty well worn path. I think there's nothing that's new to this struggle. I mean, you know, Solomon's struggle, you know, with Ecclesiastes, you see this too. Like there's nothing new under the sun. But I think at the same time, in some occupations it's even harder because I think Mm -hmm. there is this you know, and I think especially in our in our career where novelty is king, you know, the new thing is always the best thing. It's very rare that bands on their tenth record are still Everybody's raving about him, you know, because just you know it by then. Mm-hmm. So, so even more so, I would think for what we do is tricky because it's like you may have written the best song. You may go to your house, today and really write no da- all data involved the best song you've ever written. But it's just going to be hard for your people to take that in as the best song you've ever written because you've yeah. written so many good songs, and so they're going,
0: yeah. Now well, I can
1: without de- John. That is, I mean, listen, you've had great, but th- you know, it's going to be like that is another great John McLaughlin song.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. just because, like, and there's know. no, there are no memories attached to it. Yeah, it's just coming in cold. Yeah, yeah. You know, last thing I'll say on this, and I think it's it's been really, um, it's you can think about this stuff too much, but I think that I, I have this has really been on my radar for the last couple of years, and so you start to kind of like anything, you start to see it in other areas. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And you know, I'm a massive tennis fan. And Roger Federer is one of my favorite tennis mm-hmm. players of all time, and you know, for for people who don't follow tennis, Roger Federer has been for the last you know ten years, arguably the greatest of all time. Like he, we don't need to get in all the stats, but he's he's the greatest of all time. He's forty now, or he'll be forty this year, something like that. He's he's like one of the older. I mean, many, many tennis players retire well before he's been done. He's had some injuries. All this to say, he hasn't been playing really for like the last year or so. And he's kind of on his way out. And seeing the way that he's not even in the conversation anymore. I mean, he's always going to be Roger Federer. And he's always going to be have his fixture in tennis for sure. But like... In the like the video montages before uh you know yeah, before yeah, a tournament, tournament, yeah, I'm noticing he's not in there as much, he's not in there, yeah, and he as they're kind of talking about you know they're only talking about active players, of course, but it but it's like Roger Federer, who is the Michael Jordan <laughs> of tennis, he's not a part of the conversation anymore, <laughs> and he was you know he's still technically playing like he yeah. was in you know. The French Open last year, like, mm-hmm. so to see just how like fickle and and yeah. and universal all this is for everyone, yeah. it is ultimately again you can fixate on it too much, but it's it's helpful to see it. Yeah, you know for sure. Okay, maybe we'll do two rapid fire ones here okay. at the end. Uh, is there any habit that you started when you were young? Not like when you were four, but like you know. Youngish, teenage, mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Um, Like a daily habit. Is there any habit that you still do to this day? Bite my nails. Have you been biting your nails since you were what? As long as I can remember.
1: As long as you can remember. And I cannot
0: kick it. Any?
1: what is worse than hates? Is there detests, loathes, abhors? Disgusted by. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Ding, ding, ding. You think She's she's
0: ever packed a bag over it?
1: She has flirted with it. Yeah. I mean man You start she hates seeing it. her like Amazon orders are uh, a lot disgust. of travel size oh, things. Oh god, yeah. For me. She's like, you gotta go. Uh I hate it so much. But you know I what's cannot... funny
0: about biting nails is I can't bite my nails. I, I don't know. I don't know if my nails are too strong. I yeah, can't. Yeah, they're probably bite them. too strong. Yeah. You're probably just too strong. Your whole My whole body is too strong until you get here. And then I can't bite those nails off. All the strength is gone here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember being a kid and being jealous of, like, sometimes I would do this, like, put my nail on it because I thought it kind of looked cool, but I couldn't bite them, you know? My, my,
1: my, my, I'm not a doctor. Okay. Surprise. Okay. Um, My take on that is this, though. I am, something I've learned about myself is I'm, I'm definitely an anxious person. I have a lot of energy. Not necessarily physically, but a lot is going on in my brain all the time. Yeah. A lot. I think for me, I would rather keep that habit because it is such a well-worn path of a way for me to get it out of my body. Mm -hmm. And it not be whatever, pick the other things that it could be. I mean, I'm sure there's great versions Like, go for longer runs or (laughs) go work out. But for me, I'm like, listen. Yeah. I have, me and my body have negotiated a pact, and it is that for all of that energy in me, there's just times where I'm going to bite my nails, and it actually is satiated.
0: Like, it's sort of like, okay, I'm keeping it nice. Well, let's talk about, I mean, biting your nails kind of falls under one of those bad habit categories, but what is bad about it? Why is it bad?
1: It's it's one. I think Annie is like it's just gross. Like you're touching all of these. That's always been her play. Is like, yeah. do you know the stuff you touch through the day and then you put that right in your mouth? I'm like, do you know my immune system? It is like the man of steel.
0: But I feel like if we're gonna go there, yeah, if we're gonna go down that rabbit hole, then it's like, well. We we do gross things all the time. If my hands are truly can I get disgusting. Annie
1: out and you just say all this right to her. I want to see how well We should get goes. her on the podcast. No, no, we should no. get Annie no, and no, Amy on shame. here to
0: talk about all of our bad traits. Yeah.
1: No, I, I don't I think I think well and I think I don't know. Th- that is actually a really somebody listening to this right now is screaming in
0: their Tesla. They're like, no, I can tell
1: you every reason that's a bad
0: <laughs> But I think I would like to know actually, for those listening, like Comment to us. Tell no, not to it's me. Bad. Just send it to John and d. Yeah. I don't need to see that. It'll shame me too much. I'll print it out. And but, it to
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be my regret. Yeah, that'll be the hanging picture of regret in my life. Um, yeah, I think for her it's just like, and I think it's pedantic. I think it's something kids do. I think that's probably the other movie. It's like, oh, you see a little boy who's nervous. He bites his nails. But like, now she has never ever shamed me. Like, that's not. I'm not speaking in her voice at all. Right. Right. But I sort of attach my own thing to like. Oh, I think it's because it's like, you know, but I can't, I mean, it is like, I have had the only time that I ever stopped, I did, I stopped, we went to Africa the first time Annie and I, she was like, I will literally shiv you in your sleep. If you bite your nails on this trip, we are literally coming in contact. Like we were deep in the bush in Southern Sudan, like got into Darfur. I mean, we were out there Mm -hmm. and she's like, there are literally things we have not encountered that you could put in your mouth because you're biting your nails. Your body just doesn't know what it is. It doesn't know what it is. And I didn't, I, I mean, like I was super disciplined for about three weeks and didn't do it. And she was like, uh. and then the minute we landed in the stage, it was like, ying, ying. Oh, I do yeah. feel like at
0: this point, it's like a, it's like a pipe that for 43 years has had this one little leak and you're like, at this point, I don't know if we should plug up that leak because exactly. what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to pop out somewhere else. And I do not, or trust. the whole thing's going <laughs> to explode.
1: I just die <laughs> like I'm three weeks in you find me back here just dead like wow that went left yeah and all your nails are super <laughs> long yeah. I look like Methuselah <laughs> or
0: somebody they find, like trapped yeah Do okay. you have one do you have a habit or a dis I, or a discipline I don't or know that I do I, I mean I guess I don't think I do the only thing that I could think of is when I was really really young my brother, I have a sister who's three years older, and my brother's six years older. He is the most self-disciplined person that I know. Wow. And he would get up at like five in the morning, every morning, and like go work out and like, you know, Jeez. pray and read. and Jeez. So, and I haven't done it. There have definitely been seasons in my life where I where I haven't done it, but I think... The fact that I I do I get mm. up early and mm. do my thing that is that is a habit that I yeah have kind of in general have had throughout my whole life yeah. since you know I was seven or yeah. eight or whatever that's amazing because I would get up with him because I just wanted to be with my brother oh you know? that's so yeah. cool we'd be doing like sit ups you know oh that's amazing I didn't would, know that we would we would put on the uh, Eagles Hell Freezes Over DVD and we we'd watch it every morning.
1: Holy cow. That is the most not pump up music I've ever heard, (laughs) mate. Other than like the Celine Dion live in Vegas or like Yanni
0: at the Acropolis. Very true. That's very true. Yeah. Well, and that's why I don't have giant muscles. (laughs) Okay, last question. Yeah. Worst, what was your worst fashion phase of your life so far? Do we, I mean,
1: we, you know this. We, that's tricky though, because it was cool at the time, man. I don't, I have never been one, oh boy, oh, I just backed way into something, though, as I <laughs> said that. Well, let me say this. I have never been one to be super conscious of fashion trends. Like, sadly, yeah. that's just not, and you would think someone in our occupation, you have right. at least to have a third eye on it, you know, something that's kind of always. Um, but you would you say that you care about what you're wearing? Mm, I care about, I care that I'm making sure i'm not wearing something somebody's gonna be like what are you wearing yeah from there if you told me there was an outfit that i could wear that people would always be like yeah it's pretty cool i just wear that all the time yeah i just don't want to think about that yeah um but there have definitely been seasons where like um you know i would like especially with the beginning of my career where i was kind of like okay i got to be a little more thoughtful about this like you know things that i would um like shirts that were just I mean you and I this is what you and I laugh about ninety percent of the time when we talk about this like the Goodwill shirts were like a little too tight. Yes. The super duper flared <laughs> diesel the Zathans, which I still <laughs> are like my favorite jeans probably of all time. Um, when I see pictures the Steve of, Madden of that, shoes with the really yes. aggressive soles, like the super pointed yes. soles.
0: I can't believe like whenever I see a picture like that where I'm wearing a skin tight shirt from Goodwill. And then the basically parachute pants, parachute pants. Yeah, I'm like, I this is a doctored photo, but it has has to be. But here's the thing about that
1: is you have to, I think, with any time you make fun of fashion, it has to be in context because the minute you zoom out, you're like, well, John, you look just like Matt, who looks just like Dave, who looks just like you know, like there were too many of us doing that. For you can't just put the lens on you because it's not fair, right? You have to go, but it's
0: so crazy. The jeans we were wearing. Oh, God. Crazy. I wore those things. I
1: literally, you know how you would, I mean, this was half of the style is that it would get worn out the back and you yeah. just, the hem wouldn't be there anymore yeah. on yeah. the back of your feet because you're, you know, just so, you're just stepping on them all the time. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I think the other, t- I, well, here's a regret. Here Ed go. Cash, when I was working for him and Ed, I had so much love and respect for him that if he told me to do something, I'd just do it because I thought he's the coolest person I know. He was like, we should shave your head. And I was like, let's freaking do it. And we shaved my head, and I grew a little lip tee, like a mm-hmm. little soul patch. Mm-hmm. To this day, it's still the thing Annie probably picks on me the most for. <laughs> and, I, and I really owned it. Like, yeah. it's God. You got to own it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Like, you don't do that half heartedly. Mm-hmm. To God's kind grace in my life, when I recorded my first EP, Three Them Four, and Cowart did the pictures, the one that made the cover was from my neck down, and now I know why because I think Jamie was just like, let's just, I don't know, maybe the face isn't the feature. And in retrospect, I, I'm not kidding. I am so thankful. And now the picture was in the, you know, there was like pictures in yeah. on the back and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, what in the heck? That is without context. That There is no, oh, everybody yeah. was doing shaved head and lip tea. Like, right. No, no, no. That was just like, for some reason, I thought, this is how I enter.
0: The but that's school. one of those things where it's like everyone wasn't doing it but there's always a subculture. <laughs> and let me tell you, all was, throughout history, I was
1: the tip of the spear for that yeah. culture. People were really looking <laughs> to me going, if this guy's doing it. And Here then that's go. when I met Wurtz was the gateway drug to so many fashion things in good ways. I'm, that's not, that's like a compliment. Like he yeah. was the first person I met that was like, Hey bro. Now the other thing she makes fun of is the, is the highlights. Like he was, yep. Wurtz was going, you know, he was the first person I that paid like 50 bucks for a haircut. And at the time I was like, that's like a week of food for me. But he's like, bro, you got to go to this girl. She's going to, and sure enough, when she gave me like blonde highlights, and all of a sudden, yeah. I was like, God's gift to. You've never writing. been so attracted oh, to my. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know that you've ever said anything more true <laughs> than that. I just remember thinking, like, I have never been cool, but my gosh. It felt like with the girl in the movie with glasses that right, had the, that's the what it, Like, I got done with that first. <laughs> $75 haircut and the car. and I mean she washed it out and I looked at myself and I thought I don't know that I'm going to make it to the car <laughs> without women just <laughs> jumping me. And then like stood in the parking lot and women walked by and didn't pay attention. I thought okay, let's just give it a little time. It's a or new like, look. Okay, hey, you're playing <laughs> it cool. You're playing <laughs> it cool. Good for you. I mean that was mad <laughs> though. He was like he was the diesel guy. He was the guy that was yeah. like, "This is Matt." Always and still does have such a. Eye. He does have that third eye. He's kind of always like, "This is what's happening." And but oh, he had yeah. a way to assimilate, and still doesn't. He he looks cool. Yeah, where like someone like me would be obviously riding coattails. Yeah, and uh, but, yeah. I'm the
0: same. I don't. And we actually had dinner with them the other night, and I asked them because Amy, my wife, always she knows she loves fashion. Mm. She knows what's yeah. cool and fashionable, and obviously. Matt and his wife Annie are super fashionable. Mm-hmm. And I asked the three of them, I'm like, How do you guys yeah how does it work? Yeah. How do you know what's yeah. cool? Who's making who's making these decisions? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you following? Whenever who's, I see you guys, you all I I see you and I'm like, Yeah, that looks like it's cool. Yeah, cool. That's for sure. That, yeah. That's cool. But I don't know what who says that that's cool. I think know? one of my afflictions is that I was
1: born to look like a youth director. And so if I wear anything, it looks like a youth director trying to pull something off. Right, right. And it's a really scary little slippery slope. Right.
0: You yeah. know? Do you think that you'll ever go back to the shaved head soul patch thing? Don't answer. Actually Don't answer now. Because I don't want to. <laughs> let's not. Let's, let's not, not put God in a box. Okay. okay. Real. Do you think.
1: How excited would you pee? Three, <laughs> two. How? Well, no, that's going to stay in my. Maybe. How excitedly would you pee and would you be <laughs> if flares, like, really came back? <sighs> now, now, guys, everybody listening, we're not talking those skateboard, like, um, um, you know, what? what's the store in the mall? Like, not the- cool, sun. Yeah, like, not the crazy flares. Oh, you could yeah, fit a yeah. family under them. But I'm right. talking, like, you know, just kind of
0: boot, boot like, cut. kind of extreme boot cut diesels. I, I just feel like I'm at the point now, because I'm always behind. Yeah. Amy is always she's on it. Buying me stuff. And I remember it would have been like twenty fifteen, maybe, twenty four she probably bought me the first what I would say is a blouse Mm -hmm. in twenty twelve or something like that. Or you know. And I'm like, I can't babe, I can't wear that. It's like it's super long Mm -hmm. and and then by the time I finally get around to like, she, she'll make me wear it. I'll wear it, and then I start to get used to it, and then I'm like, I, I like this. It's out. It's out. Yeah. So I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm not, guys. Can I just find my thing? Yeah, and then that's what this I'm goes sticking. back to the rector like trying to find a uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to find my uniform, yeah. like Levi's, straight yeah. leg, whatever the the ones that are that are like the equivalent of the little black dress. Yeah. It's just never going to change. Yeah. I, I'll just buy 10 of those. Yeah. And t-shirts that are normal fitting and we're done. Okay. I had a thought. Here's our last
1: thought. I had, a, I, I emailed this, or I, I sent Mike a little voice note about this, this morning. We were laughing. I it. was like, I saw a guy walking on the way to school. He was probably in his late fifties, early sixties. So not old, like not a guy. I thought this guy's old, but I can tell like, you know, he's in, he's in a latter part of life than I am, but he's out on a walk and he had one of those, fishing shirts Mm -hmm. like on his walk so like long pants that look like maybe fishing pants clarks you know like the brown clarks like the sort of i don't know like kind of generic clarks like you know what i'm saying
0: are those like walking shoes yeah but like but
1: like kind of like you should be in the woods walking with him but But then like a fishing shirt that like Uh columbia like, yeah. it, has it, has like yes, yeah. it has the vents. the flaps. So, yes, yeah. it has the vents. So so cloth doesn't touch each other. It goes over each other, right. and there's vents under that. Uh-huh. And I thought, that guy, like, this, he has made some decisions. He's on a walk. He's not going fishing. But, like, he's like, this, yeah, this what I'm walking in. This is a great walking outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thought, yeah, like, a had on. <laughs> and I just thought, like, how many years am I from that? And I was dead serious. I wasn't <laughs> trying to be fine. I was like, 10? Is it, like? Because I
0: could see that guy being, like, there aren't outfits. I don't have a walking outfit. Yeah. I have clothes. Yeah. What tell me why this is not a walking outfit. <laughs> it has vents. I by definition will make it a walking outfit. Yes. And I just thought I don't I'm
1: I'm a lot closer to that than I've ever been. That's how yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. And I and, and Micah's response was if you saw the outfits that I wore down to the buy right <laughs> to buy groceries, <laughs> I may already be there. <laughs> and I just think, is it you get to that and then you just go backwards. It's kinda like, well I'm just running to the I'm just running. We're just running to the kit. We're running to a party. We're just That's running what to it see is. all of it's our friends. It's not
0: about the outfit. It's about the importance that we place yes. on whatever we're getting ready go. to go do. There you go. Right? Amy and I were just talking about this the other night. We remember, like in my hometown, it's not there anymore, but we, we used hometown? to have this chain. No, the hometown's there. Oh, god, okay. scary. We had this chain of gas stations called Rickers. Okay. And they had these drinks called Rickers Pops. It, there's nothing about it that is special. They are just sodas. Okay. In styrofoam cups. Oh. They didn't even have anything on them. They were just generic styrofoam cups. But there was there was so nothing going on in our hometown. Yeah, that was a big deal. That getting a Rickers was the thing. Oh. And we were just talking the other day about how back in the day we had some friends who like they if they were going to go to the rickers to get a soda which is takes four minutes yeah they would like get their makeup oh, on get their you know like, you're see the rickers. right you don't you don't know who you're gonna see now it's like it's not it's not that i don't want to look good yeah i'm just going to get a to rickers but right? man you but 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 that's says that's a
1: slope that's what micah's point was is like you are that that the importance of those things all just starts to go down, and then as does your outfit. So it's like we're just running to Ricker's. That turns into like I'm just going to grab food real quick and come home. Right. Well, then we're just going to eat with some friends at Martin's. We're just going to we're just and going we know to them super well. Yeah, we're, now we're just it's just they're giving me an award and a thing. It doesn't matter. It'll be I'm <laughs> exactly. on stage for two
0: seconds. It's all about the reason why you get all dolled up to go to Ricker's when you're younger yeah. is because. You want some things you don't have yet. <laughs> and now I'm 39. I've got want. the things. I've got, what What am I going to meet someone?
1: Yeah. I've already, I've got. Yeah. Lionel Richie is not at Martin's waiting to meet me. And if he is, hey, he'll probably be wearing the same thing. <laughs> you're getting the real John. Okay, there's no <laughs> pretense, Lionel. Let's get together and jam, okay? You know the real me. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> We did it. I can't believe we ended with Lionel Richie. This Ritchie. was great. <laughs> Lionel Richie getting the soda and <laughs> <in> sweats. <laughs>